When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Cherson Soussal here with Johnny Venerable per usual. What's not per usual? we got some special guests, Espo and Saul, joining us from Denver, of all places. How's it going, guys? The show has arrived. The circus <laughs> is in town. Let's go. We're ready. It's cold as hell out here, though. Yeah, you know what's cooler than being cool? Being stuck in Denver when it's freaking snowing. That's what's cooler than being cool. Like How long are you even out there? When are you coming back? Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday oh, morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, happy to have you guys on the show. We appreciate it. We've got some, some coaching carousel news to get uh, to the bottom of. The day started out with us hearing that the Jaguars were closing in on a deal with Byron Leftwich to make him their next head coach, but he didn't want to come unless they got rid of their current GM and brought in Cardinals vice president of pro scouting, Adrian Wilson. And then we heard from Mike Jarecki, who is a longtime Cardinals uh, correspondent reporters worked with the team for almost three decades. He tweeted out, I am hearing the Jags are close, close to hiring Adrian Wilson as their GM and Byron Leftwich as head coach. Coach. So a lot to unpack with that. We'll also get to Vance Joseph, but first your guys' thoughts on what seems like uh, Adrian Wilson getting an opportunity as a GM. I mean, listen, A-Dub is my favorite Cardinal of all time. That's not even, it's not, it's not even close. Um, and the way he's come up kind of through the ranks over the course of his career um, obviously he's an NC state guy. So Kaim and him have had that relationship. And then, Going through the Cardinals organization as a scout, um, I just think that A-Dub has, has set himself up in a prime position for this next opportunity. Hell, there were even uh, you know some, some fans out there clamoring for him to be the Cardinals' G- next GM. Um, so clearly he has a lot of people thinking that he is ready for this next opportunity, including Byron Leftwich. And if Byron Leftwich gets that job and they're able to make A-Dub the next GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Listen, that place is a dumpster fire. The ceiling is the floor. He can't go wrong. So hopefully he gets it. Uh, the thing that surprised me is the meteoric rise of, of Byron Leftwich. I remember when he was uh, installed here as the offensive coordinator, and it was like, oh, oh Byron Leftwich. All right. I remember him being a quarterback uh, in the league. And then, you know, what he's done. Uh, in in uh, Tampa Bay, and now you know getting the potential opportunity to be the coach. But I love that he took that opportunity. And said, "I I like this job, but only if it's my way. You will get rid of a GM that I don't like. You'll bring in a guy that I want. I mean, talk about a power play with that. But I was told I wouldn't say this on the show, but but I will. If I were the Cardinals, 
I would let Steve Kime go and I would keep Adrian Wilson. There's a reason that Jacksonville and the Giants and other teams have expressed interest in him because he's up and coming. And I think he's a, a brilliant young mind in this game in the front office side of it. Plus he's a Cardinals legend. I would, I would seriously consider that before you let that man walk out the door. Is listen, it too late to do that? Is it too late to have those conversations? Listen, be as good as gone at this late. point. I mean, listen, listen. I contrary to what Espo said. Uh, if the Jaguars and the Giants want your guy, that's not an automatic like boost in like, oh yeah, that's the next genius. Like, come on, those two organizations are absolutely I, a mess. I know what your boy A Dub like that. I love A Dub. I think he's ready, but you know, I would be more much more confident in that if the Patriots, for instance, were like, hey, we want to talk to him to be your GM. Because the Jaguars, like, uh, no, the part of it that speaks volumes is the fact that Leftwich, who who was with the Cardinals organization and knows Wilson, was able to uh, was was the one that says like I'm only coming here if you bring this guy. So it says nothing to has nothing to do with which team wants him. It has everything to do with a guy who has been around his mind, his work ethic, all of the things and can vouch for the way that he handles his business is saying, I'm only going to take a head coaching job if he comes with me. That speaks volumes. For sure. Johnny's going to say something. I know. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, Johnny's still muted. So um, that's that's really cool because um, we can't hear him at all. He's actually lip-syncing. You know, go ahead. Keep talking, and I will say what you're trying to say right now. Uh, right now, are we so sure that Byron Leftwich is actually the next – uh, you know, the next up and coming thing. I don't think I personally listen. He was the offensive coordinator under Steve Wilkes, and I was not impressed. I don't know what makes everybody think that Byron Leftwich should be ready to be a head coach at this point. Uh, what because he had Tom Brady, yeah, because I he mean, made Tom Brady a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> all right, and anybody that can do that deserves a shot. Hear me now, Johnny. Are you with us? Yes, we can. I, what's going on with my audio? We can hear you. Keep going, buddy. Oh no, we can't. Johnny is Johnny's gone. I don't know what's going on. He might have to come back out. Yeah, Johnny, I've so. I've muted your mic, Johnny. I'm kicking you out of the room. I love that Johnny's like 25 <laughs> miles away in in Maricopa. We're in Denver, and we got this working, Johnny. <laughs> He just put himself in back in the room. Johnny, I kicked you out. Leave and come back. <laughs> <laughs> Exit the studio and come Exit back into the, the space. L- listen, I, I I don't like I don't I don't understand the love affair with Leftwich outside of the fact that he did play for the Jaguars. That is the original team that drafted him to play in the NFL. So hopefully, um, you know, he'll be ready for this shot. And who knows, um, you know, with a dub in house, one thing about being part of the Jacksonville Jaguars organization is if you're going to go to Jacksonville, you better make sure that you have as much control over all the variables as possible, because that's a very hard place to win. Okay. It can't be any worse than what happened with, uh, with urban Meyer down there. So if, like I said, the ceiling's like, the floor, man, if you like, if you like left, which, and even if you think he might not be quite ready to be that guy and maybe a few years away 
I'd still take the chance. Plus, he's a guy that played quarterback in this league, understands the position, uh, and can help uh, with with that and, and help uh, Lawrence kind of learn the game more. So I I have no problem with their thinking in that hire. You got to be creative when you're the the Jacksonville Jaguars. They remind me an awful lot of the Cardinals of the '90s, right? where they didn't seem to be able to get out of their own way with a lot of things. And if something good happened, it usually was more of a fluke than, than any stroke of genius by the organization. That seems to be where, where Jacksonville is right now. You also have to think about what coaches are available and which ones will be willing to take a job in Jacksonville. So Mark in the chat is saying, can Cliff Kingsbury go too, please? The grass isn't always greener. There are seven other teams that still need head coaches right now. The fact that, and I'm, I, I think Vance Joseph is a, a great coach, and at some point he does deserve a second uh, you know, head coaching opportunity, but the fact that Vance Joseph up until today, and we'll get into that in, in a little bit, was considered the top candidate for a head coaching job after uh, one failed short stint in Denver, and then you know, the way that the Cardinals have ended their, their last couple of seasons – uh, as, as with him as defensive coordinator, like nobody in the Dolphins fan base was excited about hearing Vance Joseph's name being tossed around. So that gives you some indication of who's out there. And when you have to sell, you, you even think back to with the with the, the position that the Cardinals were in a few years back. Their candidates, uh, you got Adam Gase, and you had a college coach that was fired from his alma mater, took an offensive coordinator job in the Pac-12, and then you're going to give him his first shot in the NFL. Now, Cliff Kingsbury is potentially going to pan out for them, right? But that's what the Cardinals were were up against as well. So uh, you don't always have your choice, especially when you're a franchise like the Jags, in picking whoever you feel like you want to to be the head coach of your franchise. Yeah, very much like uh, certain people's dating lives. I mean, that's that. That's the way it happens. You don't always get the choice you want. So are you, you know trying? Are you trying to say sometimes people have to settle? Is that what you're trying to well, say? Well, sometimes, yeah, but not me. I didn't. I, um, so I didn't. I certainly didn't. <laughs> I wasn't accusing. I you. I thought you were accusing me of settling. <laughs> you gave me that look, like no. so. Some people huh? actually, actually, the the tone of my voice was more like, "Are you accusing me of doing that?" Like, no, no. I was. Like, how about we edit this part out so nobody's wives get offended? We absolutely, we dude. First of all, I absolutely married up. Our wives settled. Yes, yes. Our wives definitely settled. They were like, I guess I'll take this guy. He seems like a good project to take on for the weekend. We very much are the Jacksonville Jaguars of husbands. Speaking of a project, Johnny's audio has been a project this whole time, but it seems like he's given another shot. Johnny, can you hear us? Johnny, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. He no? He can't hear us. I, oh, no. I can't hear you. Oh, my okay. God. Right. Well, well, that's to- Exit the studio completely and then come back in, test your audio, all that stuff. No? Okay. Move all out right. of Maricopa. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> any of those things. Restart your computer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Restart. You probably do have to restart your computer, <laughs> actually. So uh, we'll see you in a little bit, buddy. It's okay. We, that's why we're here. <laughs> Good thing we came to save the day. Yeah, right, right. I know. What? Oh my gosh. I that's like the worst feeling in the world when you get stuck on a podcast and you're <laughs> not you weren't prepared for it. It's one thing if you know heading into it, like, okay, I've got this thing solo. When you're like not prepared, it's like, oh uh, uh. <laughs> it's like jumping out of a plane without a parachute. It's not that bad until you hit the ground. <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> 
All right. Well, now seems like a good time to just take a second, take a breather to talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. As four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, that means only four teams left for you to bet on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, well, you can still experience the conference championships with same game parlay. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, we know the more money that you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Again, download DraftKings Sportsbook app using that promo code PHNX. Get 56 to win one odds on any NFL team. But as always with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details before we get into some Vance Joseph news I didn't even put it two and two together until now you guys are out in Denver what's the DNBR crew been uh dealing with today because they got a new head coach you know it's so funny so this morning we had some technical difficulties uh, uh with our website right which is all fine you know uh, websites have those kind of issues and luckily we had that technical difficulty because if it weren't for that I would not have been able to wake up and see the news that the Denver Broncos have hired a new coach and thus been able to inform the DMVR peeps who are soundly asleep, hey, <laughs> something's going on. A story dropped at 5 a.m. And so they, uh, they, they've they had a pretty exciting day. They had about 1,000 people watching their live stream concurrently at, the, at one point. Um, yeah, they, it was pretty amazing. And uh, they did a, a terrific job covering that. They had just talked about yesterday. They had just broken down the betting lines of what they thought, you know, who could be the next coach. And um, Hackett was uh, was at the was about, I think, third or fourth on yeah, their list, at plus 400, yeah. according to the DNVR uh, betting lines. So. Yeah, uh, it was – I think they were a little bit surprised by it, and I think there's a, a little voice in the back of a lot of Denver Broncos fans' heads that are, hey, maybe this means Aaron Rodgers is coming yeah. here. Maybe we'll recapture a little of that. Devontae Adams, Manning, the whole nine uh, you know, Yeah, Manning yeah. Magic, so. <laughs> Yeah, they're trying to put two and two together really, really hard. So, uh, if I, I mean, you're setting yourself up for heartbreak if you're a Denver fan hoping that you're going to get Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams over there. I mean, that would be great for them, but oh man, sounds like a heartbreak. In the you making. may be setting up yourself for heartbreak if you get Aaron Rodgers, too. I mean, you look at it, he's 11 and 10 in playoff games. I mean, you gotta, you gotta keep that in mind wild that he has that stat and has not had more success in the postseason one of the best quarterbacks of all time one of the Uh, best quarterbacks of all time and possibly the most overrated playoff quarterback of all time as well i mean there's no denying it facts are facts stats are stats so you ain't wrong uh mark is asking (laughs) ben roethlisberger finally retired who's retiring next is it a rog is it tom brady I think it's Tom Brady. Uh, it it I, could be Tom. If I had a bet between the two, I would say it would be Tom. Yeah, I, I think it'll probably be Tom. I don't see Aaron Rodgers. I think the whole retirement thing was leverage last year. I don't think that's really what he's thinking about, and I think he loves trolling people, which saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retire, I think was a, a massive troll job on his part as well. So I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere. Uh, in terms of retirement, I I don't think he's in Green Bay, but I don't think he's retiring yet. I think it, you know, I I think Tom Brady's probably at that point where he's like, you know what, this has been fun, but 
maybe it's time. Uh, and maybe maybe Uncle Brucey down there in, in Tampa convinces him, let's go on one more ride. You know, let's uh, let's have one more uh, you know post game drink out of my out of the trunk of my car like he does <laughs> after games down there. But uh, but I think uh, I think Tom is is more likely than Rogers. Yeah, I think they're also in two completely different kind of stages of their lives. Like Tom is is a dad and like Aaron Rodgers is just now kind of settling down in a relationship and like definitely in two different Who parts of Rogers, their lives. So. He's getting married. He's like engaged. Shailene what? Woodley. Yeah. What? I didn't know Where that. Where have you been? I don't know. I can't. I can't keep up. Well, he was dating Danica Patrick, Thank and then you. he very quickly moved on to Shailene Woodley, and now they're getting married. Wasn't he with Olivia Munn? At yeah, he was. With Olivia Munn was the last one I remember. And Olivia Munn is like already has a baby with some. Yeah, I mean, it all <laughs> happened so fast, guys. Isn't he? Isn't she now with Jason Sudeikis, who is uh, Ted Lasso? No, I think so. Jason Sudeikis is dating oh, Olivia wait, and she doesn't have a baby. She's she, it was like her knee, her, oh, her I think it was her sister's baby, and she was just like watching her because she put a post that I thought was her baby too. And I was like, wait, I didn't see any pictures of Olivia Munn uh, uh, pregnant. And then I think it, it was her sister. No, Olivia Munn, I believe, had the baby. I think you guys are confusing her with Olivia Wilde because oh, she's dating. That's Satan right. Vegas, Olivia Vegas, Wilde yeah. is dating. I apologize. Olivia Wilde <laughs> is dating with Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> I thought Olivia Wilde broke up with her, though. Yeah. Maybe maybe they did. At one point, anyway. at one point, and Olivia was dating Ted Lasso. Is my point. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah. move on to Cardinals news. Yes, yes, yes. All right. I was trying. I was also hoping that you guys would banter a little more on that so that I could see what the current right. drafting sportsbooks odds are for the next head coach of... The <laughs> Miami Dolphins, if it will pull up. Well, I know Vance Joseph <laughs> yesterday was, was was the odds-on favorite at plus, I think, 200 or 250. I, I think he's out, though. Because but, it, but, yeah, he didn't get a second interview, which is very, very interesting. Doesn't mean that he's not going to be the head coach, but I think, as you said, Cheerston, that there's a lot of um, a lot of chatter in, in the Dolphins community about why are we why are we going after Vance Joseph? He doesn't exactly excite anybody, especially the way the Cardinals melted down down the stretch. And defensively, they were not very good. Why would you bring on a coach um, that, frankly, has not shown the de- uh, the the ability to develop young talent um, at a level uh, that that's necessary at the NFL, especially when you're talking about the linebacker position and Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons? Um, so why why do that? Why 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 bring on that project? I'm not even sure it's ability. I don't think he likes playing young guys in his in, in then his then, then you have no place in the NFL. You have no place in coaching. The whole point, the whole thing about coaching is development, is mentoring and teaching players. If you can't do that with young guys that are coming out of college, then get the hell out of the game. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Johnny. Up and Johnny. Off. Right, right. Get the hell out of the game. Let's go, Johnny. Let's go. <laughs> You two chose violence oh, today. Oh, you got sound. Look at you. You're at the big boy table now. You got a big boy. Get off of my show. You played the show today. We gave you the invite an hour before. That was a mistake on Pearson. It wasn't because somebody couldn't even fix their own technical difficulties. You're lucky we bailed you out just like Brady bailed out the Bucks. Get them out of Pearson. Get them out of here. First of all, that, that whole segment was probably blown. I had so many good takes on Adrian Wilson 
and Cardinals nostalgia that's running wild on Twitter right now. Let me just say this really quick because I didn't give my opinion on Vance or excuse me, Adrian Wilson. The Cardinals have never hired an external GM dating back to their time in St. Louis. I think if you're Michael Bidwell right now and you are forced to move off of Steve Kime a year from now, the cupboard could potentially be bare and you could, like Jason Light before him, watch another internal candidate go elsewhere and have success. That's a scary proposition if you're if you're Michael Bidwell. Again, it's not something I would do. I, I think this organization needs fresh voices that come from outside of Phoenix. That's not how the Cardinals operate for whatever reason. And so if I'm Michael Bidwell, I am concerned. Now, I don't think that they're going to fire Kime and elevate Adub. Sounds like Adub to, to Jacksonville is all but a done deal. But, you know, depending on how you feel about Quentin Harris, their other vice president of player personnel, like to me, Michael Bidwell has to be a little bit nervous about this transpiring, knowing that he's got a lame duck GM and coach for the next, you know, calendar year. I mean, there I mean, listen, Michael Bidwell is not afraid to spend money. Um, you know, he's he's done that, he's shown the propensity to do that. So if he really thinks highly of A dub, you know, hey, maybe it's one of those, hey, let's uh let's fly let's fly to Cabo this weekend on me. Let's go and let's uh, let's have a chat. And hey, you'll be the next GM. I just need a little bit of time to to see how this year's gonna go, give you a little bu- bump and pay, you know, kind of grease the wheels there. But if he doesn't think that, then yeah, A dub's definitely yeah, gone. But, but if you're A dub, why why would you sit around and wait for time to maybe fail right because why go take your opportunity and compete especially as a as a former athlete you have that desire to go out there and compete and prove people that wrong that think that you can't turn around as a gm i you have more control over the organization so i i will agree with you on that however the circumstances by which you're getting this job like a dub's not the one hiring the coach the coach is basically hiring him so if you don't believe in Byron Leftwich, then do you take that chance and set yourself up for your own failure? Like, uh, I appreciate I appreciate you looking out for me, dog, but uh, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stay right here because this <clears throat> franchise is in a better position than the Jacksonville Jaguars who have been, like I said, a dumpster fire. I just I feel like if you're Adrian Wilson, you have to take this opportunity because I, I know he interviewed for the Giants job. He could be in a position next year. Um, I mean, Kime, Kime has nine plus lives. And I know we like to talk about the fact that he's on a you know lame duck year and he could be fired. Like we don't we don't know that's going to happen until it actually happens. And then he they could they could see his value in terms of Adrian Wilson diminish in the next 12 to 24 months. And suddenly he's not a hot candidate. And so I you have to take this position. I think I think Jacksonville, after what they just went through with Trent Balky and Urban Meyer, will be immensely more patient because they had a one and done GM head coach combination. I think both of them will get ample time to write this. I think that division is far more uh, obtainable in terms of trying to compete in the AFC against Tennessee, who didn't look great in the playoffs, everything that's going on with Houston, Indianapolis with Wentz, they could turn that around and, and be in the mix relatively quickly. Whereas, you know, the Cardinals are in a, in a difficult position where, Two teams in the NFC title game. I just, if you're Adrian, I, I, that to me, you're comfortable with Byron. You take the job, you run with it. My yeah. biggest concern when it comes to Michael Bidwell and moving off of Steve Kime is that he's just too attached. I don't think that he's yeah. going to move off of him until his hand is forced to move off of him. 
And to to your point, you know, I think when that time does come, maybe it's best to just try and get outside the organization. Steve Kime has the same story as Adrian Wilson. Steve's been with the Cardinals his entire professional career. Didn't obviously play here as a player, but uh, started out in you know college scouting and worked his way all the way up to, um, to to Adrian's position, and then you know all the way uh, you know up to GM. So. Um, that to me is the most concerning part. I feel like Michael Bidwell has is sets his relationships um, high and doesn't want to move off of them and obviously values them, which could be a very good thing. But when it's talking about doing business, et cetera, and you've consistently given uh, a general manager potentially too many lives um, and, you know, if it fails next year, then you know, I, I don't see how his hand is enforced, but that's the only thing that concerns me with Michael Bidwell. I will, I will say this. Day one, Adrian Wilson is going to be the best dressed GM. He will be the most he will be the most impressive GM from a physical stature and from a playing standpoint. Um, outside of John Lynch, who also played in the NFL. I mean, Adrian Wilson still looks like he could probably go out there and hit a few guys right now as we speak. If you, if you haven't seen him in person of late, dude is still ripped. Like, it's yeah. not even funny. It's not even fair, to be honest with you. Um, and so, and, and I also, we have to say this, right? You know, we talk about the Rooney rule all the time and all this other stuff. Like, Adrian Wilson is going to be a, one of the few black GMs in, in the National Football League. Yep. 70% of its players black like that's going to make an impact um, across the league. And so he's going to automatically have the ear of some guys that might have never even thought about going to Jacksonville. He's going to be able to communicate with them and, and identify with them in ways that other GMs just won't be able to. And I think that's something to be said about what Adrian Wilson is about to go down. And you're talking about a black head coach, black general manager. I think there's some trends that are starting to be bucked, which I really appreciate. Yeah, and I think it's great for the Cardinals brand internally that they're elevating um, black coaches and, and potentially yeah. black, you know, administrators into these prestigious roles. I mean, uh, it would look immensely beneficial for their prospects moving forward if both Vance and Adrian Wilson were to get high profile jobs this offseason because it shows not only, you know, everyday coaches, but, you know, anybody who has value that wants to come to the Cardinals, they can be elevated, right? Especially people of color. Yep. Something this organization, I mean, they were ahead of the curve once upon a time hiring Rod Graves, right? And mm -hmm. so I, I, that's that's a positive trend. We, we, we like to bang on this team as of late because they haven't performed well and they had a disastrous end to the season. But, you know, kudos to Michael Bidwell, if if they're able to do that and, and give these individuals a platform that not nearly enough are, are getting across the NFL landscape, for sure. Yeah, at least at least the Cardinals will wind up with some compensation. Yeah, in three, this too. If if and I think you guys were talking about this in, in in our Slack channel. If if both Vance Joseph goes to get a head coaching job and Adrian Wilson goes to become a general manager, they get three compensatory third round picks. Correct. Correct. They get, I believe, two this year and then one next year. Um, I don't know what the rationale is behind that. I initially thought it was four, uh, but goodness, imagine this year having three number threes. Uh, I, I think this, I think this entire situation with Adrian Wilson is fascinating because you've got somebody associated with the Cardinals and Mike Jarecki. Mike Jarecki works for the Cardinals, putting it out there that he believes Adub is leaving for the Jacksonville Jaguar GM job. While Trent Baalke is still technically has not been fired yet. That's just an interesting dynamic. Yeah. I don't think enough people are talking about that. Like, why would Mike Jarecki, 
who's no longer in local news, local radio, working for the team that has Adrian under contract as, as a vice president, why would he put that out there if it wasn't happening? Yeah. Right. I think I think that's a done deal. I think the Cardinals are getting two additional comp picks, one this year, one next year. And then the Vance Joseph situation, until Miami makes a decision, I believe he's in the running because I do not think a lot of candidates who have leverage and options want to go to Miami. Vance, that was the only team he interviewed with. I Ian Rappaport was very clear when he phrased his tweet. He said, amongst the people individually inter- interviewing for the next round, and he listed off a couple. That doesn't mean Vance is not included. We'll just have to wait and see. I will. I will say this: we, uh, we, I just bagged on Jacksonville, but Miami is almost as equal a dumpster fire as Jacksonville because of the way they just handled this entire situation. Like you didn't even have a plan. Like what? You fired yeah. Brian Flores, and then you might hire a guy that's just like Brian Flores. What are you doing, Miami? Oh my God. It makes Great. no sense. <laughs> it makes it makes Cardinals fans feel a lot better about the situation that they're in when you see teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins try and make moves. <laughs> yeah. Not getting any better anytime soon. So you mentioned Adrian Wilson's stature. Andrew Hawkins, former NFL player turned media personality, tweeted out. The first thing that came to his mind was that he once lifted weights with uh, Adrian Wilson before he got to the NFL and it literally made him start looking into other professions. He was the strongest <laughs> TV that he'd ever seen. And he said, let's just say he won't be afraid of confrontation if he had to cut any player face to face one-on-one. <laughs> so do, you, do you remember the video of Adub doing box, the box, box jump? jump? Yeah. The box yeah. jump is insane. It's, it's one of the craziest feats I've ever seen an athlete do. And he looks like he could still do it. Yeah. He's a freak. He's an absolute freak. Um, and I mean, some, you know, it, it just makes me mad because like Espo and I, we're, 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 we're kind of chubbers and we're, you know, and we're, and we're, try, and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to cut back and, and lose a little bit of weight. You know, that's why athletic greens, one of our future sponsors here next week. Um, you know, we've been doing that stuff and, and it's been great. Right. And then you look at somebody like Adrian Wilson and, and he's, he's a hard worker first and foremost, but some guys can work their ass off and still never get the physique that Adrian Wilson has. And I'm not trying to drool over Adrian Wilson. I just think he's just a hot guy. Like look, look, he just is. I look at it and I go, I'm not the same. I'm not in the same species. Right? I'm not. It's like, it's not. No, this and that are not. No way. No way. I'm just sitting here. I'm like, oh man, I would love to have a body like uh, Adrian Wilson while I eat my 45 hot wings. Yeah. He's in the, he's in the Cardinal press press box a lot and as i go for my halftime hot dog he is getting the you know an unsweet tea and he's not diverging in that so no, i would no. i would say he still has a good amount of discipline the first time i met him was in the cardinals press box and i went to go shake his hand and because um one of my friends had actually got him to autograph something a picture that she had taken of him and sent it to me when i was in iraq and so when I came back, it was the first time I had met him. I was like, hey, man, you know, and I told him the story. He was like, oh, that's so cool. But like the whole time I was like talking to him, I felt like I couldn't even look at him in the face. I was just like, yeah, like, <laughs> he's, a, he's a perfect he's a specimen guy. Like, of a human. Johnny couldn't either. Just but that's a height differential thing. Stay, stay, stay in Denver, you son of a bitch. Get off of my show. Well, speaking of off of your show, we do appreciate your guys' time today. But unfortunately, <laughs> Espo and I have to haul off somewhere else. But thank you so much for having us on your show today. Glad your mic's working, Johnny. There you go. Ahoy, hoy. 
Stay warm, guys. <laughs> Never come back. <laughs> what a disaster that was. First of all, <laughs> that has never happened to me in the history of us doing the show for six months. And of course, the day those two idiots are on, none of my <laughs> shit wants to work. I had to change computers. Oh, really? Yeah. You had to go through that much? Yeah, my desktop wasn't wasn't cooperated. So I'm on my MacBook today, which whatever. Oh, Thank you for goodness. holding down the fort with them. Yeah, you are so welcome. I think this is another <clears throat> perfect transition spot for us to take a second for a message from the Arizona Health Department. Uh, children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. So five and older are eligible for the vaccine, which is the best tool that we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with the virus. The vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized. The vaccine can also reduce the risk of dying from the disease. It is safe. It is free and it is highly effective. COVID-19 vaccines are also available throughout the entire state of Arizona. And you can visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you to help make sure that we all stay healthy. We all stay out of the hospital. Again, the vaccine is safe. It is free and highly effective against COVID-19. You can visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you throughout the state of Arizona. Cardinals Update made a good um, uh, observation here that the Cardinals have also been front runners in hiring women as coaches as well. Absolutely. So diversity in uh, all mm. facets, and that's something that uh, all Cardinals fans should be very proud of. Absolutely. It's an organization that, listen, they've, have they made a lot of mistakes drafting players and, and making ill-time judgment when evaluating you know, player personnel, of course, but I mean, they have been ahead of the curve. They have made conscious decisions with diversity inclusion in mind. And, and for that, I'm incredibly proud. And that's why I've always been a staunch uh, supporter of Michael Bidwell. I think he does a lot of what a lot of owners are, are too afraid to do. He speaks out. Um, he had his, remember, he had his bout with COVID and spoke to the whole team about the importance of becoming vaccinated. I just, everything that you want from an owner, I think he brings to the table. Um, and they're not a perfect organization, but I mean, goodness, they, they have come a long way and, and there are certainly a lot of things to be proud of with this franchise. Yep. Well said. Um, <clears throat> you touched on it, Johnny, but um, Vance Joseph, and I, I just checked on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right before you joined, and it looks like the Dolphins job is now off the app. And it the, is. Last time, the last time you said that, it meant that they kind of, uh, that if it, if it, is no longer on the app. It probably means that they have their guy. So yeah. that's interesting because also they're bringing in people for uh, second interviews. Uh, to be sp more specific, Ian Rappaport, you had mentioned, had tweeted out that the Dolphins plan to have second interviews early next week per a source. Um, and that among the names, so not like the only names, Expected to receive second interviews uh, include Kellen Moore, Mike McDaniel, and Brian Dable. So <clears throat> uh, Vance Joseph was not listed on that, but doesn't necessarily mean that he is excluded from having a second interview. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of people run from that tweet to the conclusion that Vance was out. I don't think he's out by any means. I think that the Giants are going to name a coach in the next 24 to 72 hours, and it's either going to be Brian Flores or Brian Dable. If it's Brian Dable, who presumably looks like he is awaiting 
the Giants' decision before pivoting to Miami. That's his first choice based on everything that I'm, that I'm hearing, that I'm reading. Then the Miami Dolphins have a decision to make. Do they go with one of their second or third tier options? I mean, the coaches that you named alongside Dable, I, they're not getting people excited. I know there's talk about they want to keep a lot of their same defensive assistants in house. Like, yeah, you're, tell, you're telling me Vance wouldn't wouldn't keep some of those individuals on. I, I don't think we can close the the book on it yet. There were some some surprise hirings today that I think a lot of a lot of people weren't expecting. Um, most notably, everything that's gone on with Jack the Jacksonville situation has proven to us that until something is done can't close the book on it. Everything that I've heard, I've been told is Vance is a contender for that job. They like Vance Joseph and they're also taking their time with this process, which should also tell you that they know like Vance Joseph is there if we want him. He didn't interview with anybody else and their lack of sense of urgency could allow a lot of other teams, a la the Giants, et cetera, the Houston Texans to hire some of these other candidates. So they may be left at the altar if they don't make a decision quickly, you know, in the next three to five days. It's been one of the slower hiring periods that we've seen um, since Black Monday. So I, 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 I'm I, not saying it's likely. This A-Dub thing feels like a done deal. I would say Vance Joseph, let's just take it one day at a time. I just don't know at this point what's going to excite you if you're a part of the Miami fan base. I mean, right. like what's your best case scenario here? Because it doesn't look like any of your options are at minimum better than Brian Flores, the coach that you should have kept around. So ridiculous. Um, I think they want somebody to be excited about Tua, whereas Flores was not. Uh, And I think, you know, Brian Dable had him, I think his freshman year at Alabama and people are trying to connect the dots there. To me, if you're trying to salvage that relationship and you're forcing a head coach in a partnership with Tua, that's a recipe for disaster. I think you, you would have been better off rolling with Flores and then getting an OC that would buy into Tua. But that franchise, that organization is so in the weeds and middling with everything from a coaching standpoint that they're not supposed to do. The nice thing about Steve Kimes, say what you want, Michael Bidwell, like Kingsbury, Vance Joseph, they run the day-to-day when it comes to players and practices. It's not how things were operating in Miami. That's why I think that Brian Dable would be a fool to go to South Beach rather than the Giants. The Giants' expectations are nil. Nobody for that organization expects them to contend anytime soon. They're gutting it down. There are many mistakes of the past, right? His GM was with him in Buffalo. You go to Miami, right? You're going to be compared to what Brian Flores did last year, which was, hey, he had a winning record. The year before that, he won, what, 10, 11 games? I wouldn't want that expectation with the uncertainty at quarterback if, if I'm Brian Dable. You want to take a crack at this from Cardinals Update? I wonder why Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten a head coaching job, but the fact that everyone in Kansas City absolutely loves him and praises him for what that he for what he does with that offense. My only guess, Cardinals Update, is he doesn't interview well because this has been the running joke of every offseason is Eric Bieniemy's being shut out by owners, and that and that could very well be the case. Uh, and I can tell you right now, if the Cardinals ever pivoted off Cliff Kingsbury, I, w- I would love for the Cardinals to to interview Eric Bieniemy. Because I'm a believer in the Andy Reid tree of coaching. I mean, say what you want about Matt Nagy. You went to the playoffs twice. Um, I, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, my opinion of Eric Bieniemy is that he's in a good situation with Andy Reid. He's going to make seven figures as an offensive coordinator with multiple Hall of Famers. And I would not leave 
what he has in Kansas City unless it was my dream scenario and I, it's tailor-made for me. I think he can choose to be particular. And who knows, maybe he just hangs with Andy until Andy decides to retire and he's the coach in waiting. If I'm Eric Bieniemy, I am not selling my soul for the Miami Dolphins and the chaos there or, or even the Giants with Daniel Jones. I mean, like, there are worse places to be in, in the NFL than making seven figures as an OC with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Uh, you're, you're a made man if you, if you want to continue. You can be a head coach eventually, but I, I, think, I think now he's probably soured on the interview process because he's done it so many times. So to me, I, I think it's the right place, right time. Wasn't Bruce Arians a bad interviewer once upon a time? Ask the, the Chicago Bears who interviewed him. And uh, he thought it went well, and they opted to pass by and large because he wanted to bring Todd Bowles, and the Bears didn't want that. So, yeah, it it is what it is. You just you never know what these owners are thinking half the time. It's definitely hit or miss. Like you want to show ownership that like you're you're like aggressive, you're ready to win, you know what you're doing, yeah. you got a plan. But then if it's not exactly what their plan is, then Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> you know who's a great interview by all accounts? Joe Judge with the Morrow family in New York. He owned the press conference. Remember, he was people were fired up after that hire. He, you know, he's a Belichick yep. guy. It's just like, hey, you know what? Andy Reid's pretty soft spoken. You know, Bill Belichick's not a rah rah guy. I somebody will roll the dice on the enemy, and I would imagine it will work out. Well, we. Uh are nearing the end of the pod here, but you were not here for half of it. So before I just shut it down, was there anything else that, that you did not get to say, Johnny? Oh man, I had a bunch of stuff ready for that first segment. It makes me sad. I would say I'm excited to be able to talk about it. Uh, a mock draft scenario in which the Cardinals are going to have multiple third round picks because yes. I was setting myself up for disappointment when the Vance Joseph news started to go sideways, although TBD on that. Now it looks like they will get a third this year and next year. Uh, they can they can move that for a player. You think about that pick and the subsequent other three picks that they have. Those should be four starters in the imminent future, maybe the end of next year. That gets me excited. If I'm a Cardinal fan, you can move up. You can move down. Thank you. If that is Adrian Wilson's parting gift, thank you, my friend, and best of luck in Jacksonville. It's exactly what – kind of news we wanted to hear this offseason that we weren't really expecting that we yeah. were going to get a few third round draft picks that we didn't previously have so I think it's a win-win and, and and who knows maybe Vance Joseph will be added to that and Cardinals are going to get in just be one more crazy yeah nice. all right well Johnny thanks for hopping back on and sticking with us here we appreciate you finishing this Thank thing you for out down the fort I appreciate it <laughs> All right. And we appreciate you guys joining us as always. If you have not subscribed to our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts or uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, we'd appreciate it if you would do that. And you can also follow us on our Twitter at PHNX underscore Cardinals. We will see you tomorrow to wrap up another week.